We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. How are we looking? On a Tuesday, or excuse me, on a Monday, hour number two on a Monday. I'm ahead of myself. I am I'm efforting towards the uh, the holiday <laughs> quicker than I'm supposed to. Uh, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. You want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do so. Packers get off to a fast start in the first half, the second half of that contest, not so much. And now, look, they get a win. They have 11 of them. They have stacked success. They have won four in a row. They have won six of their last seven. Uh, they are averaging over 30 games or 30 points per game at home. On the road, though, they're you, you get rid of that game against Tampa Bay. They're averaging over 35 points per game. 43, 37, 35, 34, 31, 31. Then you throw in the 10 against Tampa Bay, and doesn't look as nice. It's still uh, about 31 and a half points per game. It's still better than what they're averaging at home. So you're, you're right. You're fighting for home field advantage, right? But is home field advantage the advantage you want it to be? And we hear Aaron Rodgers talk about energy, the energy at home. Yeah, the energy this, uh, the lack of energy. We had little energy. And, and we've heard this now. Heard it against Jacksonville. Heard it a little bit against Philadelphia. You know, you talked about the energy, heard it against the Minnesota Vikings. They ended up losing that game, right? So as much, look, I'm a believer that you got to bring warm weather teams into the cold weather, and when they get off that plane and they take that big first breath of fresh air and then they do that gasp like, damn, I, I think that's there's something to that. But it didn't seem to bother, bother Carolina. That was a hard-fought game. 855-830-8648. So do you look at this as, ah, eh, you know what, it's a win. Packers might have been overlooking the Carolina Panthers. Might have been the proverbial trap game where you know the tough opponent, the proving ground, is coming to town this weekend, right? So you're thinking, Saturday night, get through Carolina. We got Sunday off. We get to relax. We're all going to sit at home, eat some barbecue. We're going to watch the other games that are on. 
we're gonna we're gonna enjoy ourselves for a day. It's kind of like a mini buy day, you know. And then comes Tennessee. Then comes the road or the run game. Then comes the proving ground for the defense. It's Aaron Rodgers against Tannehill. We got this. As long as that defense backs us up, this is where we launch ourselves into the postseason, and we can legitimately kind of impress our fans and say, "Believe in us. We're on our way." Maybe that's what happened. 855-830-8648. Our buddy Stephen Richfield said, I just had to laugh at some of the listeners. Yet another victory on Monday. I can understand some concerns, but I think that all the armchair quarterbacks and coaches that are already thinking uh, the one-and-done theory, did the Packers play poorly in the second half? Yes. Did they do anything to cause some concern moving forward? No, not in my opinion. The Panthers are, Panthers are a team that is not going to rise quickly in the next couple of years. Or he said that is going to rise quickly in the next couple of years. Packers won an NFL game, while the Saints and the Rams both lost at home. If anything, they proved their position even uh, though they did not play their best game. I still think the Packers are the cream of the NFC crop, and they get home field advantage. They will be hard to beat. Happy holidays to all my fellow uh, WSSP listeners. That's our flagship station out of Milwaukee. Steve listening to us in Richfield. Steve, you to me. Appreciate it. Let's get back to it. 855-830-8648. Let's go to Jeff listening to us in Monaco. Jeff, how you doing, man? What's going on? Pretty Doing pretty good, Bill. You got me there, buddy? I got you, you got pal. Go. Jeff, uh, first off, I totally agree uh, with you, you and your previous listeners about uh, keeping uh, Rogers going, keeping fresh, keeping, you know, in sync of what he's been doing. Uh, don't sit him. Um also, here's my rant for the day, uh, Bill. Uh, I don't know if you noticed yesterday in the game, uh, first half, 16 seconds to play. Packers are on Carolina 42-yard line. They go and punt the ball. They took two timeouts along with them to the second half, which naturally you can't use them. Uh, hell, they could have ran one or two plays, got a little closer, uh, put another field goal up on the board, or even threw a semi hail mary, which the way the game ended, uh, they they might have needed those extra points. So um, I don't know if you agree with that, or, or you saw my uh, you know saw that play there at the end of the half yep, there. But yep. I don't you know I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but uh, I thought it was a you know a terrible call on uh, on their part to punt the ball. No, I, I completely uh, understand where you're coming from. I appreciate the phone call. When you look at the way that that, that half ended, um, yeah, you know what? I, I uh, they, they ended up downing the football. Had their and, and again, you could have actually had J.K. Scott punt it out of bounds and give them one one opportunity. It was just um, because it was such a good punt. It was a 57-yard punt. But it almost got got. Um, And special teams has been somewhat problematic. I I guess you don't go for it on third and nine or fourth and nine because if you don't get it, they're right there. They can end up kicking a field goal and get a little bit of momentum. So you're not going to do that. Um, at the time, I thought to myself, God, don't get this thing blocked, whatever it is you do. And it came close. Came close. 
I mean, look, I, I, it all worked out. I mean, if Matt LaFleur would sit here and say, I'm going to second-guess that opinion or that uh, that decision to do what I did, and that was to punt away the football, you're, you're thinking completely worst-case scenario. Worst-case scenario, you go ahead and have Aaron Rodgers in the shotgun. You have him run around a little bit and try to throw a pass gets picked off, and all of a sudden, you know, you're screwed. If you, say, throw it out of bounds, it's first and ten, for them, with maybe a couple of seconds left at the Packers' 32, which would make it about a, what, a 47-yard field goal, give them points going into the half, I don't think I'm going to do that either. Um, you don't run the ball up the gut because they quickly call a timeout, and, and there you have it. So I, I guess the lesser of all bad options is what they decided to do, and that's the reason you can somewhat understand it. Uh, let's go to Tom, also listening to us in Monaco. Tom, how you doing today, man? What's up? Bill, I didn't know you had two Toms here in Manaqua. Uh, there's more than a few Toms in Manaqua, my assumption says. Well, gee, boy, I'll tell you what, I hope you're not my neighbor. Anyway, um, <laughs> the bottom line here is I'm, I'm one of the old geezers, so, you know, I, I was taken back a little bit by what you said, and uh, I kind of disagree because not only have we seen the bad times, we've also seen there were great, great times, and, mm-hmm. and now we're seeing very good times again. But uh, I think the thing that bothers me the most is, for me anyway, I'm not, I'm not a spring chicken. I've been around since the Lombardi days, and heck, I wasn't a young man then. But the bottom line is that I've gotten to the point here with what's happened is that this year especially, I'm saying, I'm saying to me and my family, hey, it's time. It's time. It's, it's Super Bowl or bust for me, and I hate to say it. But it is because we came so close so many times and we, we haven't gotten there. And I really believe that we should have had a couple more Super Bowls than what we've had with the quarterback play we've had. But what I don't understand is uh, it looks like like to get to the Detroit game against this game, that defensive line of Carolina was beat up young. And how can we come out with our offensive line and our whole team looking like a completely different team than what played the first half. Same with the trade game. Mm-hmm. What I'm concerned about is that I don't know what happens if they make better adjustments than we do or we just take our foot off the gas. But to look completely different, I, I just shake my head and say, what the heck is happening? Because what Roger says I kind of agree with, that is if we play, get into the playoffs, which we will, of course, but we better, we better play four quarters because if we don't, mm-hmm. we're going to have a problem. And, uh, you know, I'm a, a snowbird now, so I live for 40 years down in Tampa Bay area, and I'll tell you one thing. I hate them. I hate <laughs> them. So the bottom line is, let's go on and, and, and going back to that draft. Okay, here we go. Here we come play because I've never called you before because I'm heading yeah. to Florida soon. And okay. It. No quarterback, no running back. Why? You know, please. If, if right. I owned the team, I'd, I'd have them on the line saying, what are you thinking? Right. Anyway, that's what are you it, doing? Bill. And uh, I'm going to be heading back down to Palm Harbor, Florida, and I'll listen to the Buccaneers screaming like they did for the last 30 years. <laughs> Super Bowl, Super Bowl. So the bottom line is, let's just win, baby. Let's just win. There you go. The old Al Davis saying, appreciate the phone call. Enjoy yourself uh, down in Florida as well. (laughs) 
He's not happy. What are you doing? He's seen it both. He's seen it all. Goes back to Lombardi. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. We'll come back, take some more phone calls, hang in there. Hey, some breaking news, by the way. Uh, coming out of uh, the NBA regarding the Milwaukee Bucks. The NBA did determine that the Bucks they uh, violated the league tampering rules regarding Bogdan Bogdanovich, and they're going to lose a second-round pick, a second-round pick in 2022. They lose their second-round pick in 2022. We can all now drink merrily and uh, put our fears to bed that they were going to somehow figure out a way to tell Giannis he had to go play for the Lakers. So we're good. They lose a second-round pick. I just think it sucks. The, the Bucks finally make a deal. They do a little chest pounding, and they get they get penalized for it. But Anthony Davis is on his way to, the, to L.A. Everybody knew it. Nothing happens to the Lakers, you know. Come on. So, oh, man. Is what it is. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. Hang, hang in there. we got a lot more to talk about. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Maybe. Just maybe, if you're going to go through the woods and over the hills to Grandma's house, maybe you need to do it in a new vehicle. Think about that. The year-end closeouts, and it's going on right now with our friends over there at Van Horn Automotive. Van Horn Direct, it's really the best way to buy a car online. Calculate your payment. You can appraise your own trade-in, schedule delivery. You can trade your vehicle in online. It's really pretty cool, and all from the comfort and safety of your couch or your desk, your office at home. I mean, you can still go in. You can set up an appointment and go in and get that new car smell if you choose to do so. But uh, do something. Look, just do something good right now in 2020. You know, kind of end on a high note as they've got uh, over 1,600 used vehicles on all their lots. They have uh, numerous dealerships all throughout the state of Wisconsin, also over in Iowa as well. And they continue to grow and continue to take on different brands, foreign, domestic, Sports cars, high-end sports cars. They've got trucks. They got the truck center up in Plymouth, and I love, love my Chevy Silverado. Love that thing. Uh, everything from going to cut down the Christmas tree this year to taking all the recyclables and all the boxes and all that kind of stuff uh, over to the the uh, the garbage site. Uh, it it does everything for me, and I love it. And a huge amount of room in the back seat. The dogs love it. I know that. That's what I travel my dogs around in. Uh, and they love the big back seat because both uh, Elmo and Mickey can lay back up there. That's how big the back seat area is. And they're two big 75-pound dogs. So, uh, and, and they love getting in and out of the thing. I just pick them up, and there you go. They got room to walk around behind my seat even. So, anyway, long story short, a lot of stuff going on at Van Horn Auto. Go to VanHornAuto.com. They are family-born, employee-owned. Everybody there has skin in the game. Again, VanHornAuto.com. That is VanHornAuto.com. Talking Packers football. And a lot of you chiming in. First half, it's been get off to a fast start. Second half adjustments are problematic. Uh, Bucks ball said second half adjustments have been an issue all season. At this point, I can't cut them some slack. They need to figure it out. Uh, D. Rich says I like to start fast approach. They jump out fast and they uh, get good leads early. However, it's a bit concerning. They have routinely not been able to deliver the early knockout blow. Uh, however, it's human nature to let off a little bit. I'll cut them some slack. You, the one, but you bring up a really good point. 
this team, you know what? You look back at, at a couple of different games. I look at the game uh, against, say, New Orleans. Even though it ended up 37-30, to 30, never felt that game was in jeopardy. Uh, the Falcons game at home. Uh, we'll say the Texans game at home. Um, San Francisco on the road. Uh, what else? Uh, the Bears game, obviously. Um, not so much Philadelphia. Philadelphia, I felt, never felt. Some of you felt that that game was not a great game. I felt that game was, was a knockout blow. They've given the knockout blow. What you're looking for is that last score. Instead of being a 30-16 to 16 final, you wanted to see like 37-9. to, to nine. You know, not that last return for a touchdown. You know, that 37-9, and nine, that, that, that just dominating knockout. You're not going to get that all the time, you know. But that's – I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Go ahead and chime on in. Uh, let's go to Neil on the north side of Milwaukee. Neil, how you doing today, buddy? What's going on? All right. What's going on with you, man? I will I... – I used to call y'all a lot, man. I ain't called in a while because it's is the same old thing, man. This has been going on for the last decade. I want to touch on three things if I can, buddy. You bet. I want to touch on. I want to touch on Aaron Rodgers. I want to touch on personnel, and I want to touch on scheme. You know I mean, now when you look back at Aaron Rodgers' career, when he finally do retire, he probably gonna be the the best quarterback in the history of the league, not to win. All right, when you when you when he when when they make his last dance, how Jordan made it, he gonna he uh-huh. try to be the most because he he got to be the last he got to be the most talented quarterback in the last twenty five years hands down. You know, hey, I, and, and I know I'm a homer, but that's if just hands down. You look at his quarterback play, you know, I mean, he probably the best quarterback last twenty five years. But just to go on with with the personnel, uh, Charles Woodson touched on a little earlier this year, and that's you know that that's why I opened my ear back up because nobody never wanted to touch on on what's going on around here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that it's the defensive side of the ball, it's, 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 but it's not surprising what happens. You know, every every week, you know, we don't we don't play offense. You know, you know, you're gonna run to somebody. They're gonna play a little defense on us here and there. Gonna, I mean, that's football. But if we can't play no real defense, we not going. If the same thing gonna happen that's been happening, we're gonna get in the playoffs. You gonna you gonna have to run. You gonna run to somebody who plays something that's similar to defense. And we they gonna be they gonna be able to stop us enough, and then we ain't, we ain't gonna be able to respond on the other side of the ball. Right. You know, and so I I used to blame it on personnel. You know, I I, I blame it on, on you know we ain't got the talent in here. You know, and and, and when we have Phil Short, just like if you look at us now, when we had line the outside linebacker, we now now we got a problem at the middle linebacker spot. When we had middle linebacker, we had a problem at the outside linebacker spot. You can't continue to draft and develop. When your time is to win, you know what I mean, and our philosophy of how we go about things is the problem in Green Bay. Why we ain't win? When it, when it's time to win, you can't wait for somebody to develop. You got to get guys that's ready to win and play right now. And we don't feel Aaron Rodgers of that. You know what I'm saying? We don't feel that. That's clear. We didn't clearly felt of doing that. We we, we don't felt that part of the program. But now I say, you know, it's been personnel. It's personnel. But now when you look at it, I'm thinking it's that scheme. Man, we got to come out of that nickel or that dime at some point. We can't stay in that nickel or that dime 99% of the snaps. They're they going to be able to run on us, and then once we start leaning, now they can pass it, play action, work. Now now it's come come about halftime. That's why, because they can do whatever they want to on us. 
because we in that nickel, and they know what we in, and they scheme against it. And now in the second half, they can do whatever they want to with the ball. It has been I, I, something that, that Mike Pettin has lived and died with and I think at times doesn't pull out of enough. I, I understand. But here's the other question. Do you think he stays in that because they don't have the personnel to run just your base defense consistently and either one, stop the run, or two, get to the quarterback? Well, I, I, I agree with that, but I would say this. He can at least give us a chance to show we can't stop it. At least put it on the field. Mm-hmm. At least, at least put it on the field. Now, if you can't stop it out there with that personnel, then okay, I can, I can comprehend the angle of standing your nickel or your dot. But man, I don't think I don't know the percentages. Maybe y'all can find out before the show over with. How much base defense have we played? Because I, I, but that nickel been our our base even before Putin. Even when you go back to Donatello or or or, or the guy, we we we've been in the nickel for the last decade. For a lot of it, yeah. And that's pretty much uh, It's also since uh, it's become more of a quarterback-driven passing league. Now, here's the question. Would you expect more base defense against Derrick Henry coming into town this weekend? Because I would. I, w- I would expect it, but watch, I can bet you I bet you a corn beef sandwich from your, from, from, from your choice. Uh, We're going to stay in that nickel. Even though you, you should see the base, I, I want to see the nickel because I want to see – I mean, I want to see the base because we're, we're, we're guys like uh, we took the we're, – we're the, uh, but the Orm Burks. Uh, uh, with the, with the, with the right. Adams, you know what I'm saying? Where are these guys at, man? Yeah. No, I, they they missed it. They missed on a few cats too. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know what I mean? So, man, I, 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 I appreciate your time, man. Let me call, man, because I've been holding this on for about the last five years. No, nah, you all you got to do is call. Let it out. It's therapy. Let it out. Let it out. Otherwise, it'll kind of hang with you through Christmas, and then it'll ruin your Christmas. We don't want that. <laughs> hey, when you look back though. They, but, but they but they failed Aaron Rodgers, man. They they cut back. He hands down, bar none, he's the best quarterback, man. I say since probably since Joe Montana Elway won it up. But we I think got, it, I, don't, I don't believe we, we we didn't put the personnel on the field, but the, but but, but the compliment him on, on the other side of the ball. I, I 100% agree with you. Appreciate the phone call. I think Ted Thompson was rather obstinate, try, kept trying to fit square pegs into round holes. I think uh, you know as much as I I hope the Jordan Love picks pans out. Um, when you traded up, Patrick Queen was right there. That was your middle linebacker who's having a tremendous season playing for the Baltimore Ravens. That was your middle linebacker. That was the guy that I wanted to see come here. I was, I was so excited sitting there doing the draft show and thinking, oh my God, they traded up. They're going to grab Patrick Queen. And then, blah. So that's why you gotta hope that that Jordan Love pick carries you over for the next fifteen, eighteen years, whatever it happens to be. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four. Let's go to Joe listening to us in Racine. Joe, welcome to the program, the Bill Michael Show. What's going on today, man? Hi, thanks. I've, I've got two separate questions, and I would just like to hear your comments on them. First one is: it, it, at the end of the game, we hear the coaches say, "Well, we got away from the run," and then I wonder. Why was that allowed to happen? And then when it does happen, why can't we correct that sooner as opposed to talking about it at the end of the game? And the second thing I'd least like to hear your comments on or your thoughts on the uh, Carolina's uh, idea of kicking that field goal and then kicking it deep when they could have maybe taken another shot. They had time to take another shot for the end zone and yeah. try to get the seven. I'd just be curious because I was expecting an onside kick, and I was almost happy that they didn't do the onside kick because I, I, 
I think we always have a 50-50 chance of getting an onside kick. So Onside kicks have become very – Yeah, onside – I appreciate the phone call. Um, and, and onside kicks have become um, less and less successful – um, because of the new rules. It used to be that you were able to kind of get the running start. You can't anymore. So you can't go until the ball is kicked, and it has to go 10 yards before you can touch it. And, you know, there, there's there's the nuances to it just have made it something. They wanted to get away from it. They felt that people were getting injured. I don't know what statistically that proves. I mean, it's just like they've ruined the kickoff. People don't even take, People don't even run it back anymore. They've ruined the kickoff. The excitement of a return for a touchdown or a big return has gone by the wayside. The excitement of the onside kick, having that legitimate opportunity if you try to claw back into a game, a way to win it, rather than just conceding the last three and a half minutes of a ball game, saying, you know what, if we're not within at least two scores, we're not going to win a game. Or at one score, we're not going to win a game. You know, it's just it, it's things like that. Carolina kicking that field goal and, and, and doing that right away, um, basically, they were two scores away either way. They just didn't want to waste any more time. And they felt at that time, and somewhat rightfully so at that time, that they were their defense had figured out what the Packers were doing. And the Packers weren't changing their you know mode of operation. You know, the Packers were still throwing quick outs and trying to get it to Devontae Adams. They weren't running the ball up the gut. They weren't doing it with any kind of success. Their their defensive front was winning in the trenches. They were putting pressure on Aaron Rodgers. They felt kick the field goal, get it within a score, and and we can do this. And they, they unfortunately, or fortunately for the Packers, but uh, they just couldn't do it. But don't forget when they kicked that field goal, that thirty three yard field goal. The Packers did exactly what they wanted them to do, and that was go three and out. So they they punted it away, and Carolina had it on their own 20 and just weren't able to, you know, they they threw that incomplete pass, uh, you know, on fourth and four and watched the game go away, and Aaron Rodgers comes in, takes a knee, and it's over. But had they not had a couple of those drops, I mean, their thought processes worked out because – they kicked the field goal and got the ball right back. It's exactly what they wanted to do. They got it back with about a minute to play. They just weren't able to take it down the field and put the points on the board like they were hope, hoping. 855-830-8648, uh, Let's do this. We've got Matt LaFleur. He went to the podium yesterday. I want you to hear that when we come back. We'll, uh, Aaron, we'll hear from Aaron Rodgers coming up in the next hour. But we're going to hear from the head coach, Matt LaFleur, from yesterday – when we come back, and again, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Massage Envy Capital Drive in Brookfield. Introductory offer for a customized facial, just 60 bucks. You can actually uh, buy $110 in gift cards and uh, get yourself a free, free one-hour service. Call them, 262-786-5060. That's 262-786-5060. Uh, we'll be back. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Cold weather here, holidays are here, and maybe you're not doing it for Christmas. It's a little bit short, short notice, unless you order today. 
But otherwise, if you want to turn it around maybe for New Year's, that might happen. Uh, our friends at Schulze Family Beef, they've got everything you need. Their family farm in Humbert, Wisconsin, has been providing high-quality pasture-raised beef to all of us in the Midwest for three generations. And with COVID cases spiking right now, shopping online, great way to cut down on trips to the grocery store, especially when you set up the monthly subscription. You can have it uh, steaks, chops, burgers, hot dogs, brats, roasts, you name it all delivered right there to your door. And they even have all of those meats that you need for those uh, cold-weather stews and chilies and soups. So check out that Facebook page for great recipes. And now they've got the tomahawk ribeyes. If you're going to do a small gathering, say, for New Year's Eve, you can order them quick online right now. And for the no-brainers during the week when the kids and everybody's at home and just, ah, they got Instapot dinners. Instapot dinners, if you check out their website, you can see some of those as well. And uh, what meat lover, last-minute gift idea, you got somebody that loves to grill, here you go, gift certificates. Go to Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. That's S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. We'll get back to the phone calls coming up here momentarily. Matt LaFleur spoke to the media yesterday during the rest of the guy's day off, and here's what he had to say. There you go, Matt LaFleur yesterday talking to some interesting things that I want to go over when we come back because there was a couple of things that he had stated, and I had to go back and check. And I, it's not that I disagree with him because he watched the film and he, he thought this, but, man, uh, one of the things that he had talked about about why they couldn't get the offense going in the second half, he had talked about them dropping eight, and they did. But I want to go over some things. We'll stay tuned. Uh, a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers improved to 11-3 with a 24-16 win over the Carolina Panthers. A key play was the Panthers' Teddy Bridgewater with a quarterback sneak attempting to go over the top on first and goal from the one. But Green Bay's undrafted rookie linebacker, Chris Barnes, swatted the ball away. Kevin King picked it up and ran it 48 yards to midfield Bridgewater on what happened on the play yeah just trying to compete uh, trying to make a play but I guarantee if I ever have to run a quarterback sneak again for the rest of my career I'll probably make sure I never reach the ball over the top Packers head coach Matt LaFleur oh that was the play of the game no doubt about it they 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 caught us in a, a defense where they thought they were going to take advantage of and and I think our guys kind of knew what was coming there with with the quarterback sneak and that's just great awareness and that's why you saw him in there quite a bit. The Packers sustained some injuries. Chris Barnes later left the game with an eye injury. He should be okay. Safety Will Redmond with a concussion. Zadarius Smith re-aggravated his sore ankle. And running back Jamal Williams with a quad. Adrian Moses had a big day. Seven tackles, three block passes by playing that hybrid safety spot closer to the line of scrimmage. You know, I just think we're approving each and every week everybody looking at themselves and seeing where they can be better you know me personally i'm just trying to you know be fast to the ball just just find more ways to be effective and um, help the, the defense be great that's packers safety adrian amos in green bay i'm mike clemens on the bill michaels show Welcome back to the program. So one of the things that Matt LaFleur said, if you were listening, when he was asked specifically about the second half and said, what were they doing to take Devontae out? He said nothing. They were playing really, really soft. And so I went back when I heard that because I'm like, wait a minute. 
And they did play soft on Devontae. They were playing five, six, seven yards off. But they were dropping eight in coverage. So when you look, as the Packers started out that second half, now or that third quarter specifically, uh, Aaron Rodgers threw a, a short pass over the middle to Devontae, and that was one of his drops. It was right there. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had then that incomplete pass deep down the sideline to Marquez Valdez-Scaling. That was his only target of the day. Okay, so that was the first series, three and out. Second series... He throws that short pass to Aaron Jones, goes for six yards. It was quick. He fought for the yardage. After that, uh, Aaron Jones uh, runs for two, and then Rodgers gets sacked looking downfield because there was nobody open. They were dropping eight, again, trying to get it to Devontae Adams and ends up taking the sack, and then they have to punt the ball away. The next opportunity they had, Aaron Jones runs that left tackle, gets a big hole, gets for about ten yards, uh, was defensive holding, five yards, gets enforced at the end of the run, okay? So after that, they run again, just a couple of yards. Then they show that really quick out to, to Alan Lazard, and he gets hit for – he falls forward for about three, four yards. Right after that, Aaron Jones, they go quick out again to the right side, and Aaron Jones gets stuffed. It's a quick out again. They're not throwing downfield. The downfield is not there because they're playing eight, dropping eight. They go out short again, but they close so quick. Aaron uh, Jones gets stuffed for a two-yard loss. They have to punt the ball away yet again. Okay, then the Panthers go on that drive. They ended up uh, kicking a field goal. Packers get the ball back. Short pass to Robert Tanyan. That gets about 10 yards. Then Aaron Jones runs for five. Then Aaron Rodgers, he scrambles up the gut for six, picks up the first down, remember. Okay, then Aaron Jones for three yards up the middle. Then they go a, a short pass, quick, trying to get it to Devontae. Okay. And uh, that's when the Packers get called for the illegal shift. And they ended up uh, getting pushed from a second and seven to a third and seven. They go back. Uh, Rodgers throws another quick pass. Uh, that goes Alan Lazard. That was a 22-yard reception. But by the time it was all said and done, they got stymied because Aaron Rodgers got sacked again looking downfield, eight yards back, and they kicked the Mason Crosby field goal. That's what happened. It was, the downfield wasn't there. They were going quick outs, but they were stuffing them so fast. It just seemed like they were playing more press at the line of scrimmage, and they really didn't. So when I started to look at that, I'm like, you know what? He's right, but you understand what they were doing. Anyway, I digress. 855-830-8648. Still talking about this contest. If you want to chime in, do it. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your 
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.